lessons learned about soap. Sharon Horn Elstrom here. We're going to talk about the biggest lessons that I've learned applying the soap framework to challenges and change and problems and obstacles and failures and everything else in my life and that people doing the challenge right along with me are experiencing as well. What are the what are the challenges? What are not what the challenges? What are the benefits? What are the lessons learned? We like to think lessons learned are always benefits, but sometimes they're not. Sometimes we epically make a mistake applying something or doing something and we learn from that as well. So what are some of the biggest lessons learned? Um, the sole framework, I've learned that having a framework, having a process, having a system, having a habit, having a way of doing something that I do more than once is always going to serve me better than randomly reacting to situations and challenges and changes and things that come my way, especially those things that happen outside of our control. Think COVID-19 perhaps. We've all been experiencing that, and which is why I started doing the get up and go challenge anyway. It's like, okay, well, what can I do about this situation? Instead of focusing on what I can't do and all the things that I'm missing out on, I thought, well, what's, what's the upside of this? What are the upsides? What are the benefits of this current situation. And I started doing that with every situation and every change and every challenge, because I've had plenty of them in my life, as most of us have. I also learned that and have one of the lessons that I've learned applying the framework is number one, having a framework is better than having nothing. Having a decision-making process or a change process is that you use automatically. It's your go-to default tool, like having a magnifying glass or a, a tool in your toolbox is always better than having nothing. You know, when you want to hang something on the wall and you need a hammer and a nail or a hook and you don't have a hammer, it's always better to have the tool in your toolbox, right? It's always better to have a hammer for when you need it than to not have a hammer at all and then have to go to the hardware store, buy a hammer, come home, use the hammer, and then you're like, I'm never going to use this again until I need to hang another picture. And then you realize all the things you can actually use that hammer for. And now that you have it, you can use it for a lot of things that you hadn't even known that you wanted to do, that you needed that tool for. Same is true of our SOAP framework. You'll realize that you're using it in situations that you didn't even know that you needed a, a, a way of handling change and challenges and obstacles and failures that come your way because you just were handling them by default. And sometimes you get great results, sometimes you get not so great results. Sometimes you would just sit and wait for something to happen and you wouldn't interact with it at all. And then you didn't always like the results that you got. At least that's what I found. If I wasn't proactively um, taking part in the things that happened in my life, my life was just kind of swimming along with the wind. And if the wind was blowing west, I was going west. If the wind was blowing east, I was going east. And that isn't as fun a way to live our lives as if we are directing the course and the direction that we want our life to go. So one of the biggest lessons that I've learned about the SOAP framework and many other frameworks and tools that I have in my toolbox now is I'm so glad I have them because I don't always need them, but when I do, when I remember to use them, it's, it's just a sense of security and confidence knowing that I will figure it out better and my results will be guaranteed to be better than if I didn't have that tool in my toolbox or that frame of reference or that framework or that problem solving technique. We've talked about several of those things throughout that I'm talking about now. Like besides just the soul framework itself, we've talked about the lifeline exercise. We've talked about the plus and minus way of, of really quickly and easily making decisions. We've talked about our gut, our intuition in making decisions. We've talked about 
a lot of different strategies. We've talked about the seven whys. We've talked about what do you want. We've talked about so many tools that you now have available and at your fingertips to make sure that your life is going happening by default. One of the other lessons I've learned is that change can happen faster than I even imagined possible. And I'm, I'm hearing that from other people that are going through the challenge as well. Things that they, they've been wanting to work on, different areas and aspects of our life. Remember, we're working on all seven areas of our life, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. I still have my great uh, little handle. <laughs> spiritual, uh, financial, relationships, and contribution. We're working on all those areas of our life. And sometimes we think that um, change won't happen. It'll take forever. So we don't even get started. We resist getting started because we're like, oh, I need to lose 30 pounds. I'm never going to lose 30 pounds. Why would I even bother getting started? But then if we, if we apply our soap framework, we're like, okay, well, I'm not going to lose it overnight. But if I start just walking places, if I start paying attention and saying no to that second piece of cheesecake, maybe that will make a difference. And before we know it, we're making progress in an area of our life that we thought that we couldn't make, we couldn't achieve the goals and objectives that we wanted in. Um, one of the biggest lessons learned in any endeavor is that if we want to accomplish something, if we want to achieve something, if we want to figure something out, we can get help, we can model other people, we can get tools and resources, we can do challenges, we can take courses, we can read books, we can listen to online seminars, we can go to courses, we can have teachers, we can have coaches, we can have gurus, we can have whatever. But bottom line, only you can affect change or do anything in your life. Only you can decide to take action on whatever it is that you learn or, or model or want to um, accomplish in your life. People can show you the way, but it's up to you to actually step into that method or use that thing that you're learning. So many people, I've been involved in so many different programs and things with people that, um, you know, same exact program, same information, same, you know, we might be sitting right next to each other in a course or seminar and I'll get something out of it and the person next to me will get an entirely different thing out of it. They'll hear an entirely different message. Even though we're all sitting in on the same um, lecture, say for example, we get totally different things on it based on our previous experience, based on us. It's always based on us. It's based on our receptivity. Are we open to hearing the information? Are we open to actually taking action and applying it? Knowledge is, is cool, right? It's fun to learn. It's fun to read. It's fun to do all kinds of things. But if we never do anything with that knowledge, it, it's lost on us. It just sits, you know, it's like inertia, you know, it's like being an ice cube, you know, until something acts on that ice cube and until that, until we decide to change, nothing changes for us. So it's, it's, it's always our, our responsibility, right? It's 100% up to us. And that was a tough lesson I, I had to learn personally. Then also, um, as I started coaching and helping and working with other people, I used to take it personally when people didn't take action or didn't do anything or didn't, um, didn't ever act on some of the things that I taught them or the advice that I gave them. And then I remembered that it's, it's, I can only do so much. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. You can teach a man to fish or you can give him a fish. When we give people fish, guess what? They depend on us forever. They don't. They don't learn how to fish. They don't learn how to take action on their own. I think that one of the biggest disservices that people do is they teach you 
their system, their way of doing things, their framework, the way they made a million dollars, whatever it is, but they just show you what they did. They, they don't um, encourage you to actually do it too, to take action. And there's, you know, statistics and numbers on all this where, you know, of a hundred people, only three to 7% will ever do anything with the knowledge and the information that you give them. And those are really grim statistics. I don't like them. I'm like, if I want to attract people that want to improve their life, that want to take action, that want to do things. And so uh, that, that's a lesson and a continually improving challenge for me is to find ways to actually um, make sure people use the information that they get, that they, they put it to work. And maybe it's just, you learn the soul framework, you put it in your toolbox and you don't use it for a little while, but you've learned it. And so it becomes a part of you. You can't not do it anymore. You can't not have a challenge or, or face a, a, a change in your life and, and just not do anything or just not, or just react and not be a little bit proactive and think through, well, what is the situation now? What do I want it to be? Well, what are all the different options and possibilities to get me from where I am to where I want to be? Well, now what one thing am I going to do? What am I going to take action on? Maybe I'm just going to start in, if action is just moving toward it in the teeniest, tiniest way. And as you do, other things actually appear and they, they show you, you know, they say that, you know, take the first step and the rest of the staircase will appear. It is so true. But until you take that first step and, and that's the most difficult, challenging, hardest part of any change is taking that very first action, that very first step. But once you do, things start to snowball and all of a sudden you've achieved what it is that you're trying to achieve or you've, you've dealt with this change or this challenge, thank COVID-19, faster and easier than you ever thought was even possible for you or anyone else. And when we see people doing miraculous things, it's, it's not even so much that they're amazing and extraordinary people. Oh, some are, right? But it's usually just somebody that is willing to step out of their comfort zone and take action toward what it is that they want. What are some other lessons that we've learned? Again, we talked about the intentional process. Having a process or saw a tool in your toolbox is always going to leave you better off than somebody that doesn't have a thing like that. Nothing happens unless you let it, and nothing happens unless you choose to make it happen. Um, change happens faster than you ever dreamed possible. Those are just a few of them. I, I've got so many frameworks that work automatically in our habits for me now. I have to actually consciously think about them sometimes. I had to do that with the SOAP framework. I'm like, well, what do I do when I'm faced with a change? What have I done all these years? Um, what have I done when I'm faced with challenges? And then I had to break it down and say, well, this is exactly what I do. This is the process I follow every time, step by step. And how can I teach that to you so that you can have that at your fingertips as well? Uh, so that's the SOAP framework. This is supposed to be the last day of our challenge, but of course tomorrow we're going to have another day because it's, it's 31 days in the month of August. So who, I absolutely positively couldn't cut it off on 30 days for a 30 day challenge when we have uh, 31 days in the month of August and it's an August 2020 get up and go challenge. So I will see you tomorrow, but for today, for your action item, share in the comments below just one lesson that you learned going through the get up and go challenge. One lesson that you learned applying the SOAP framework. Maybe you learned that it, it doesn't work for you so far and that, it, and that you're not thinking that it'll work for you. And, and if that's the case, then let's have a chat um, and we'll, we'll figure out what will work for you because there's nothing worse than um, realizing that, that there is an easier way to do something and then trying to use someone else's way of dealing with it and realizing that that doesn't work for you. 
But here's the secret, like in everything else in life, it's up to us to learn something and then figure out how it applies to us. I like to use myself as my own science experiment. And that means I learn something and then I test it out of myself. And then I tweak it and change it just a little bit at a time to make sure that it becomes my own, to make sure that it works for me. So I sometimes when I share something that I'm like, well, I don't remember where I learned this, but here it is. I, even the lifeline exercise, I don't even remember where I learned that or was taught that. Cause it was, I know it was back in the eighties when I learned it. And I think I learned it in a training program, but I probably learned it in a training program. Then I looked it up some more and read some books on it and, and probably took a class on it and, and tweaked it and changed it till it became my own way of, of using that process, using that tool. All right, that's it. Have an absolutely amazing day. Share your lesson learned in the comments below. And I'll, of course, see you tomorrow with day 31 of our 30-day Get Up and Go Challenge. Get up. Go do something. Have an awesome day.